podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast and welcome back to another match preview uh, after the disappointing crash out of the FA Cup last night uh, at the hands of Sheffield Wednesday. We now turn our attention to another cup. This time it's the EFL Cup quarterfinals where we play Leicester City. Uh, I'm Scott, I am your host for this one and today I am joined by Daryl and Chris. Um... How are you, boys? Has everyone recovered after last night? Daryl, I know you were there last night. Have you dried off yet? Yeah, well, luckily for me, I was undercover, so I didn't, I didn't get too wet. Um, but yeah, fully recovered. And Chris, how are you, my friend? I'm not bad, mate. Um, I, yes, last night when we're done with, with reaction to the match, um, losing at Sheffield Wednesday, I think everybody was a bit, I would say, disappointed, a little bit annoyed at it. But it's a different competition. Yeah. I would expect. Not necessarily Eddie Howe has learned from the mistakes because I think the team which was out, which was strong enough to, to beat Sheffield Wednesday, I believe it was. But I think we're going to see a completely different side against Leicester City. Yeah, we will. Uh, I, I, I actually absolutely agree, but we'll come to that uh, once we, uh, we discuss this match coming up. Before we do that, I need to let everybody know that the Gallagher Shots match preview is sponsored by Magpin Badgers. Magpin are your go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamelled pin badges of Newcastle players, legends and retro kits. For more information on Magpin, their website is magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. Right, so as we've already discussed, this is the EFL Cup quarter-final. This is the one that matters. Uh, this is probably our biggest game of the season. Um, it's Tuesday night, 8pm kickoff. Under the lights at St James's Park, I believe. For those of you who can't get to the game, it is live on Sky Sports main event, Sky Sports Football, and their high def channel, which will be nice to watch if you can get a good uh, if you get access to that. Um, interestingly, I had a little look. There's only two games on TV, uh, and the other two aren't. So it's us and I believe Man City that get the the pick of the the TV in the Man U game and the uh, the Wolves Nottingham Forest game not televised in the UK. Um, we'll turn our attention to Leicester before we uh, before we, we talk about Newcastle. Um, they've had a pretty shaky start since the return uh, from the World Cup. Obviously, you know, it was only a couple of weeks ago that we did a preview for a game and uh, we we easily, I would say, beat them 3-0. Um, we didn't seem to even get out of second gear. Uh, that was on Boxing Day and, and they've lost their other two games, albeit it was against Liverpool and Fulham. Um, however, they did win their FA Cup third round tie yesterday against Gillingham, which I thought it was a weakened team. But when we talk about the injuries later, I actually think it's not weakened. It's just that's who they have to pick because that's all they've got left. Um, Daryl, we'll come to you first for this one. Given the previous result a couple of weeks ago, we have to be going into this one full of confidence. I think there's definitely going to be an elephant, uh, an elephant, an element of uh, confidence there, Scott. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the result down at Leicester was absolutely superb and dominated them from the get go and, and, and got those two quick goals and then followed it up by winning the game pretty much before half time came about. Um, I think the team that we saw on 
Saturday will be completely different to the one that we'll see on Tuesday. I think it'll probably be as strong as Eddie can go. And I know we'll get onto the, the team lineups in a little bit, um, but I think we'll see a completely different side and it'll be a case of the strongest 11 that will be available to play. So the confidence is definitely going to be high and you'll be expecting some big performances from some of the bigger players as well. Absolutely. Uh, well, I mentioned the injuries there, Chris. Um, the last time we did a preview, Leicester's injury list was pretty long. Uh, it seems to have only gotten longer. Uh, I'll re- ream off the names of the injured players uh, that were on the, uh, the, web- the the Premier Injuries website. Some of these might be back, but you've got Justin, Evans, Pereira, James Madison. Uh, Pratt, is it Pratt? Pratt? Um, Dewsbury Hall and Bertrand, who are the two additions who are quite big additions to that injury list. Do you look at that list and think, yeah, we've definitely got this in the bag? Or do you approach it with some more caution, um, given what happened? Um, when when Daryl started talking about elephants, I thought we were going to have a conversation about Chris Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I think no matter... Let's say if, if, if Leicester City had a, a full-strength squad... I think our squad is good enough, no matter what we saw that just a handful of weeks ago, how well we, we played against Leicester. Um, I, I'm just hoping that we don't have any underlying injuries, which we're yet to find out. Um, Eddie Howe's press conference will be coming up, um, I would imagine, Friday. Uh, sorry, on Monday, sorry. Um, yeah, Monday. It's only on a Friday, <clears throat> on Monday. So, I don't know. It was good to see Isaac getting a run out. Um, I would like to see him feature uh, against yeah. Leicester City at some point. He's not going to get 90 minutes. I think we're all in agreement yeah. there. But then you just never know. Callum Wilson, is he going to be fit? Is he going to have some form of illness? We just don't know. And from what we're seeing from Chris Wood, I'm not full of confidence whatsoever. So I just I don't know. Um, I really don't know. But we, we should have a strong upside. Of course we should. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You almost feel like he he gave Wilson hope, um, and well, I think his hand was forced with Saint Max from the day off uh, in terms of yeah. yesterday. Thinking I'm going to keep you for this game on Tuesday because it, it is much more important. Because and we'll, we'll turn our attention to the other fixtures before we talk about Newcastle. But you've got to think, you know, there's four games left. Man U, Charlton, Nottingham Forest, Wolves, Southampton, Man City, and then us against Leicester. I mean, you look at those teams that are left and, you know, disregarding last night and disregarding what happened yesterday, I think at any of those teams you would take in the next round. Um, Obviously, you would probably like to avoid Man City because they are the big boys, but, you know, we've proven that we can take a game to them and, and we can get a point from them and, you know, very nearly get a result from them. Um, I think the difference is, Scott, as well, with it being over two legs, anything can happen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if you if you look at that th- those last four games, um, <clears throat> you know, is there a team that stands out that you think, yeah, we'd absolutely want to have them, you know, at St. James's Park for the first leg? Or are, are you a preference, Daryl, of... We'll get our first leg at home, uh, get the first leg away and then have that second leg at home where, you know, if you need to, you've got a more of a chance to play catch up. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the the way the tie will work, that's the big debate, isn't it? Do you want to get somebody at home first and then go away or do you want to get them away first and then bring them back to St. James's and have the second leg at home? Um, I mean, in terms of the teams that are left, I mean, ideally you'd want Charlton, but you can't see it happening with uh, the way Man United are currently having a bit of a resurgence in form as well. 
Um, and again, you'd probably want to avoid both Manchester clubs really going into a, a two-legged semi-final. And you'd want either, if if we were to beat Leicester, you'd want Forest or Wolves, um, one of those two. Um, again, I think for me, you'd probably want the first leg to be away, just so you can get that game out of the system. And you know, you, you'd want to come out of an away leg with at least a draw. Um, I mean. Some teams would be able to cope with a very narrow defeat, I suppose, in a first leg and, and, and get yourselves back home and, and do the business in, in front of a home crowd. But for me, I, I think the second leg has to be at St James's for it to stand any chance, no matter who it is. Um, we can have that dominance. We can have the full stadium, the full crowd um, and the momentum behind it. I know. Yeah, I, I, think we're, I think we might be jumping ahead a bit. Yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I it's not going to be easy. I think Daryl summed it up perfectly. I think let's say if we do progress and we do beat Leicester City, and let's say if we get the worst case scenario, we get Man City. Away game first is crucial in that for me because you know how well we can defend. We've done it all season, the Premier League season. We, we can happily contain that. Well, it's Man City, it's a different kettle of fish, of course it is. Yeah. But we're confident in our defence and can. Basically controlling the game. We saw it against Liverpool. We saw it against Arsenal just last week. So we can control the game. And, and like Daryl said, getting the, the second leg of this at home with the crowd in St. James's Park is crucial for me like, because that's when you go all guns blazing. But obviously we've got the Leicester City game first of all to conquer. Of course, yeah. Like I said, we're not counting any chickens. It's just it's nice to nice to dream as a Newcastle fan because yeah. we haven't had any hope for all these years. It's nice to maybe <laughs> look forward as opposed to looking back. Um, we'll focus on Newcastle. Uh, at the uh, moving on, um, injuries. Obviously, we've got John Joe Shelby and Emil Kraft uh, who have been you know on that list for well. Kraft has been on all season, and John Joe Shelby's been on for a few weeks. Uh, Matty Target seems to have a heel injury, so he will still be out. Again, not really a first-team player, so, you know, it's a loss, but, you know, you've got every faith in big damn burn there. And then, Daryl, we've got the question about Alan St. Maximum. Obviously, you know, there was a ton of rumours doing the rounds yesterday. We discussed it in the reaction yesterday. Um, it seemed to be just an illness. You'd like to think he might feature against Leicester, uh, whether it's coming off the bench as an impact or he might even get a start. Um, but you'd like to think he would at least, you know, get in that starting squad uh, before uh, before anything else. Um, what are your opinions on that? Do, do you think Eddie Howe will just drop him straight back in? Um, I think he'll certainly feature in the squad. Whether or not Eddie puts him straight in from the start remains to be seen. I suppose it'll depend on how everybody else in the squad's feeling after having yeah. to be utilised at the weekend in, a, in an attempt to try and rescue the game against Sheffield Wednesday. And I'm pretty sure Eddie didn't want to have to do that, but the situation that we found ourselves in, it was required. And a few of the players came on that he probably didn't want to have to use. Um, in terms of whether or not he is available and whether or not he's recovered from the illness, we have to take his word for it. He said, he's told us on his social media channels that he is ill. So anything that you say otherwise, people have put two and two together and come up with a 20-odd um, yeah. in terms of what's been in going around. Certainly yesterday afternoon when it was discovered that he wasn't with the squad at the game. Um, it just went haywire and I'm glad I was quite absent from most of it just with us driving down for the game. Didn't really get to say much about it. Um, asked a couple of questions of a few people who I know when I got there to see what was going on. Um, but yeah, so we just had to take Alan's word for it and with any luck he'll have recovered from his slight illness and be ready and available for selection on, on Tuesday. The other one I would um, think about in is Fabian Shea who was also missing from the squad on, on Saturday. And yeah. We know he has an issue with um, playing a lot of games in a short space of time because he's got a few issues with calves and, and, and things like that. And 
I think his his is probably a doubt that I would be more concerned about going into this because we we saw against Sheffield Wednesday that the Sells and, and Botman is not the most productive partnership, let's say, at centre-back. Um, and if there's a bit of a selection issue that comes into it, which I know we'll come on to in just a second, um, regarding Dan Byrne, but it, those players who were missing, like Anson Martin, you know, got to trust what he says and hopefully there's are all right to come straight back in. Yeah, you, you mentioned Isak, Chris. Um, nice to see him get 45 minutes yesterday. Do you think he gets a bench start on this in this game, or do you think the same happens that he gets on the field, um, and then you know we we maybe move move him over to the left where he, he can play, um, and then you have got Joe Linton who would move into centre with uh, you know maybe the likes of Bruno, and then a you know between Sean Longstaff and Joe Willock, or do you keep it as kind of what we've been doing in the league, and then again maybe bring Isak on for you know the last twenty minutes, forty five minutes, whatever. What what would you kind of think would happen here? Um, if, not, if, I'm not trying to predict anything. <laughs> if if Callum Wilson is fit, he starts. Yeah, he's he's your number nine. He's going to start all day long. Um, uh, my issue is not with Isaac because I think Isaac will get minutes. Um, yes. Of course, he will. Um, we're sort against Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously, he's fit to be featuring. So obviously, not fit enough and match ready uh, as we should see. Um, my issue is is Joe Linton and Sean Longstaff have played a lot of minutes recently whether Eddie Howe might look at that position to try and switch things up, which that's when Alan St. Maximum will come into the mix yeah. on that left-hand side. So I think if if Saint is over his illness, then I think Saint starts and I think Joe Linton probably will drop back into that centre midfield role. And I thought he had a great game yeah. against Sheffield Wednesday. So he'll just slot back into there. And I would imagine maybe Longstaff will be dropped out of that one. Yeah, um, I, I, you're absolutely right with Joe Linton yesterday. I think he was probably... Our man of the match, um, you know, oh, sorry, player of the game, uh, as we have to call it now, uh, for all the walk lot. Um, but yeah, it's it, it'll be interesting. There's one one final player I want to talk about from us, uh, Daryl, and that's Matt Ritchie. Um, he put in a hell of a performance yesterday. Um, do you think he features in this game on Tuesday, or do you think that was maybe a, a cameo just to you know because other players are being rested? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. He did absolutely graft his backside off um, against Sheffield Wednesday. And my thinking about Matt Ritchie is it depends on how Eddie sets up the centre-backs as well. So if Byrne comes in to replace Vassells and partner Botman, then who plays at left-back? Because we haven't got a Matty target. And I think we can all agree that um, Jamal Lewis needs a bit more time and a bit more, um, a bit more work on the training field, let's say. Because um, he didn't have the best game yesterday, as as we record against Sheffield Wednesday, um, so he will probably be the option. Having a good game, to be fair, I can't. Yeah. It's I think yeah. one decent performance. So I just I think I think what we saw against Sheffield Wednesday that certain players aren't good enough, yeah, and absolutely. if they're not if they're not good enough against Sheffield Wednesday, we can't put them in against a Premier yeah. League opposition. We can't. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think if if Richie is going to start, he'll probably be filling in at left back as part of that back four. Yeah, it's interesting. We will see what happens. Um, obviously, Eddie's press conference will be tomorrow. Um, I would imagine Joe will do a quick fire preview uh, once that happens. Mm. So if you're not following us on social media, um, I'll put a little uh, overlay right now with our Instagram and our TikTok channels. Um, Joe does a great job at doing a, a little quick fire preview to complement these ones uh, as well as go over Eddie's press conference. So if you don't get to watch those, 
be sure to have a look at them. They also go on YouTube uh, as shorts as well. So whatever your shorts uh, consumption platform of choices, we have you covered. Um, before we wrap this one up, we'll obviously do our predictions. Uh, Daryl, I'll stick with you to, to give us your predictions first, mate. Um, what are you going to go for? Um, I'm going to go with a 2-1 win. I think it'll be another very close game, uh, depending on the side that comes out and the side that we see. Um, we know Leicester have got a few injury issues, but they've shown that they can pull a game out and pull a performance out with the squad that's available to them. Um, but I think, you know, if, as long as everybody remembers their scarves on Tuesday night, I think we'll be able to generate a tremendous atmosphere that will see the boys home. So 2-1. Mm. Yeah, um, I was just about to bring that up as well about the scarves of war flags. They have asked everyone to bring a black and white scarf to wave before kickoff. Um, I think they're looking to replicate the Shira testimonial uh, where that was a sight to behold. Uh, Chris, what is your predictions for this one, mate? I think Eddie Howe is going to go with the strongest side available, like we mentioned throughout this one. Uh, you're going to see return of the likes of uh, Pope, Trippier, Fabian Shea. Um, every, Dan Burns going to slot back in the left back there. Everybody's going to be available, hopefully. And I think the lads will be annoyed about that performance against Sheffield Wednesday so I think they'll have a point to prove and this is a great chance probably the, the best chance we've had in a long time to progress yeah. like we've mentioned there's, there's, there's a, you've got your two Manchester clubs left but the way we've been playing in the Premier League you've got to fancy your chances for this one so I think it'll be a, a dominant performance I think Leicester will come and try and contain we'll try and sit back try and frustrate and annoy with like we've seen from so many teams this season but I think the quality will be there uh, and the lads will, will prove a point on, on Tuesday night. And I'm going to go with a 2-0 Newcastle United win. 2-0, nice. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, it, it's almost like the, the tables have turned with Newcastle when you talk about teams coming and sitting back and, and kind of, you know, con trying to contain us. It's only been, what, half a season, season and a half since we were that team that would do that to not just the big boys, but to most teams. Um, it. it it's 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 a funny one. It's it's weird. I'm still not used to it, um, and I still think, you know, maybe we need a couple of extra players who can break those sort of teams down because we've shown against, you know, so, some teams that we find that quite difficult. Leeds was an example, and even you know to an extent Sheffield Wednesday, who I'm not saying they sat back at all, but you know we we couldn't break them down in that second half, and you know it was only until we brought on. You know the likes of Trippier and Bruno, where we got those, we got those goals. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to this game, I think it'll be a repeat of the Boxing Day uh, result. I'm going to go three nil. Um, I think given the atmosphere, given what happened yesterday, I think everyone, players, managers, fans, everyone is going to be up for this. It's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere, and, and I just cannot see it being anything other than a three nil win. Um, so I'm going to go three nil. Um, we will progress to the semi-finals. Um, and like I've said before, bring on whoever in that semi-final because, you know, we've got a point against City. We've already beat Man U this season. Um, yeah, no fear. No fear at all. And that's really, really weird to say as a Newcastle United fan. But here we are uh, in January. That, that loss against Wednesday no hasn't hasn't dinned your confidence like Scott, has it? Do you know why? It's because there was such a big change in the team. If that was yeah. our top tier team and that and that performance had happened, maybe it would have dented the confidence. But because it was, you know, pretty much our fringe players, I, I've still got full faith that we've got the players who no, can do it. the business. I'm with you, mate. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but we will see what happens. It is on Tuesday night. Like I said, don't forget to bring your black and white flags um, to the game if you are going. And if not, put one on anyway. Just put one on in the house. It's cold. It'll, be, it'll save you putting the heating on. Um, and give it a wave when you're watching it on the TV. Anyway, that's it for this one. We will be back with the All the Smiling Faces podcast tomorrow. Is that right, Chris? It's back Monday night. Back Monday. Yes, Monday night. Sorry. Yes, it is yeah. Sunday when we're recording this. But if you're watching this on Tuesday, it won't be on on Wednesday. Um, plenty more content as well this week. We'll have another match reaction for the Fulham game, uh, which is at the weekend, um, as well as all other goodness that you get from this channel. Don't forget to check out the shorts as well or whatever you like to watch there. If you like this sort of stuff, be sure to scroll down to the, of this video and hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up. Uh, we've been getting so many comments from opposition fans. It's been absolutely great seeing the amount of engagement. So leave us a comment down below with what you think the score is going to be and, and, and what you think yeah, we've been wrong. I think uh, we had a few Sheffield fans the, uh, the other day who were uh, a little bit grieved that we were calling them Sheffield. So uh, I'll call them <laughs> Sheffield one more time because uh, they'll probably not be watching this one. But if you do want to go that one step further, we do have a subscription, a membership program where it's two ninety nine a month. That'll get you early access to the pre-recorded videos as well as access to the Telegram group. But unless anybody has anything else they want to add, we will wrap this one up. No, I think I think no. we'll do we'll do no, well. I, I think, like I said, there'll be a point of proof. We'll do well. We'll, we'll get through. Then, then we'll tackle the big boys. Absolutely. Well, everybody, have a great match on Tuesday. Whether you're attending or watching on TV, I'll be watching from the comfort of my sofa, and uh, we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Podcast Network.